What's going on, all my podcast members, whether it's from Spotify or Anchor or Apple Podcasts? See Jizzle and the fucking Wizzle here to bring you another episode. Now, a uh, few things we're going to be talking about tonight. First things first is trans fats. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But, uh, my buddy, my friend, was having a talk with me, and he was telling me that trans fats were banned in the United States. Which, I mean, you can say that they are, but they're probably not fully regulated. You know, there's probably still somewhere. There's trans fats that are still in the United States. It's just limited and moderated. If you look on a can of uh, Chef Boyardee raviolis, it says 0.5 grams of trans fat per can. So, they still exist, but it's really hard to find them, I guess. Uh, And even then, there's a lot of things that are illegal, that are banned, and somehow, one way or the other, they... uh, People still use use the products or whatever anyway, so unless you get caught. Anywho, it wasn't as prominent as whatever I had originally thought. But there still is a big difference on saturated fats uh, and then polyunsaturated fats and monounsaturated fats. There's still a a difference between those. So, uh, I think monosaturated fats, you find like uh, an olive oil or canola oil or something. Uh, It's really really crazy how many fats there really are. uh, And that you got to keep track of them. You know, because uh, margarine is a trans fat. Uh, There's trans fats in margarine. I don't care who you are. But if you get on Google and you type in what kind of foods contain trans fats, it'll tell you. Butter, uh, microwave popcorn, so on and so forth. But, uh... You know, whoever eats margarine instead of real butter, you're really asking for health problems anyways. Uh, I mean, I don't know if you've ever looked at a box of macaroni and cheese, Kraft macaroni and cheese, but it takes like six tablespoons of butter for one box. It's really crazy. And I've always been told that margarine is... Uh, very unhealthy. It's like one molecule off from being plastic. It's really similar to the plastic molecule. So, anywho, I just made it home. I had to ride all the way home, pick up my ID, and then go to the grocery store and get beer. <sighs> had to pick up cigarettes and got a few things to eat on, but, anywho, ah, drinking some of that good old Goose Island urban wheat ale again, the 312s, um, it's one of my favorites, and since it's 15 bucks for a 15 pack, you can't really beat it. And since I got tipped $5 today, I really only spent $10 on a 15-pack, so that's less than a dollar a beer. So I couldn't really give that, you know, a good deal up. While I was at the store, I picked up a thing of uh, breaded chicken fritters, because I was really craving a chicken sandwich. And, uh... I found this package with raw, uncooked uh, chicken fritter patties. It's like three fifty nine. It comes with five of them in there. So I'm like, hmm, three fifty nine. That's pretty cheap for five patties. 
So then I went and got some buns, got some uh, real mayonnaise, and I got some uh, claws and kosher dill pickles, because those are my favorite. I'll eat Vlasic pickles, but Clausen is my go-to, the one that's in the refrigerated section. So, uh, anywho, yeah, just made it home. I've got tomorrow off. We'll get to that in a minute, but I'm just going to smoke a little bit of weed right now, get my mind right. And then we're going to have a talk about something pretty entertaining. So, for the whole week, I've worked my five days. Eight hour days, I've got 40 hours. And there's been two times where somebody's approached me and asked me if I wanted to work on one of my days off. Now, usually, you know, I'd be like, okay, yeah, I'll do it. If, if I know it in advance, if I know ahead of time, and I can prepare for it and everything, then there's a good 50-50 uh, chance that I'll say yeah. But if you let me know the day ahead, or two days ahead, or whatever, even three days ahead, the chances are going to be like a 15% or 10% chance of me saying yes. So, with that in mind, we've been short-staffed at my job. And that's because... We've got one person that's fucking around and saying that he's sick and he's in the hospital, which really I think is a bunch of hoopla, but he's been out for a whole month now, and he doesn't even have enough medical leave saved up to be gone for that long, so <clears throat> she's hired somebody else to pick up shifts, you know, doing the overnights and, uh... But for now, she's this new person has been doing some morning shifts while she's training to do the overnights. Anyways, she just got hired less than two weeks ago. And she's already called off once. Last, uh, what was it? Last Saturday. I don't know. It hasn't even been a whole week yet. This Saturday will be a whole week. That she's been hired, quote unquote. Anywho, she comes out of the blue and says that she's got a doctor's appointment tomorrow. Uh, first of all, what are the chances, what are the coincidences that you've already called off twice in a week? And second of all, most of the time when people have a doctor's appointment, it isn't made that same day. It's made two weeks or three weeks ahead of time or two months ahead of time even. I've never known a doctor's office that says, yeah, we'll get you in tomorrow, you know. So anyways. And even if that is the case, you've known about it. If you've had a doctor's appointment made, then you've known about it. So why are you just now coming out the day of or the day before and saying that you need somebody to cover your shift for you? Technically, she's still on her uh, on her probationary period. She hasn't even made it past 30 days yet, and she's already called off twice. And uh, so anyways, let's rewind back to the beginning. Because earlier tonight, when I was at work, I get a call on the phone from the new girl. And, uh, 
she said, Who is this? And I said, Who is this? And she told me it was the new girl. And she said, Do you work tomorrow? I said, No. So she begins to kind of try to persuade me to work for her tomorrow. And I told her, Well, I can't because I've already got plans made. Uh, so she asked me to send her a picture of the schedule and a picture of everybody's numbers on the number list. So I tried. Tried to do that, and uh, my phone for some reason wouldn't send picture messages to her phone. I think it was because it was a out of state area code. But uh, anywho, I messaged her back, and I told her that I couldn't send her the, the pictures, you know. And but she told me, well. Just get a hold of me tomorrow and text me everybody's name and text me everybody's number. And I was talking to Phil, my other co-worker, about it. And he said, she's supposed to be here at 7 in the morning. So how the fuck are you going to be texting her when she's supposed to be here? She's not going to have enough time to get somebody to cover her shift if she's supposed to be here at 7 in the morning. Nobody's going to be awake at five or six in the morning, you know, so anyways, I texted her back and told her all this, and she said, she gets an attitude with me and says, never mind, I've got it figured out now, I didn't ask you to do all that stuff, all I asked you was to, you know, I've got it figured out now though. And then she says that Angie, which is the general manager, was the one that told her to get a hold of me. Well, that's nice and convenient. Because why? Because she thinks, oh, he's got the day off tomorrow. We'll just have him work it. No, that's not the way it's going to work. First of all, they really fucked up whenever they didn't promote me as, a, as an assistant, you know. Because... Maybe I would put in more work and more hours and cover people's schedule more often if I was a manager. But I'm not, and I'm not required to do anything but my 40 hours. Now, when you become an assistant, you got to pick up shifts, cover shifts, blah, blah, blah. The list goes on and on. She's got two assistants, and she was talking about making three. And she's still having a hard time covering shifts. Because one assistant doesn't want to work certain days or doesn't want to cover certain hours or whatnot. Well, that's too bad. He's the fucking assistant. I mean, that's his job. So. Anyways, the general manager's off tomorrow as well because she doesn't work weekends. So. Uh, I'm sure she doesn't want to come in on her day off and work either. But she is the general manager. I mean, that is her job. Anybody that calls off, she can't find a replacement, she has to work it. You know, that's just the way the cookie crumbles. So she knew that going into the management position. Uh, so anyways... I'm pulling all my weight. Like I said, I'm doing my 40 hours a week. I'm riding my fucking bicycle to work and home. You know, I'm going out of my way to make sure the trash outside gets done and this and that when nobody else does it. So I'm pulling all my weight. But the fact that somebody that's not even been there for a week or two who thinks that she's going to call the shots like that and get jazzy with me over the fact that she fucked up you know, I don't I don't owe her anything. First of all, I don't hardly even know her. I don't owe her nothing. I've I've done my fucking time, you know. So 
and I haven't had a day off since uh, not this last January but the one before that so uh, anywho I messaged the general manager and I told her you need to have a talk with her about how she's got everything fucked up she's got everything twisted first of all you don't try and message somebody and ask them for help and then sit there and turn around and talk shit to them or get pissy with them because they don't want to suffice to what you ask of them you know I've been working for Circle K for we'll just say eight years <clears throat> so uh, when you do the math uh, all the days that I've worked and I'm talking about literally all the days I've worked I'm not talking about the days off that I've had I've worked 260 days a year out of 365, I worked 260 days. So that's 2,080 days straight that I've put in. So, uh, and you multiply that by 8 hours. That's 16,640 hours. So I've been standing at that counter for 16,600 hours straight. No breaks. 16,000 fucking hours I've been standing at that counter. And I'll be damned if I'm going to let somebody that's not even been here for 40 fucking hours tell me that she's pissed off at the fact that I won't help her. So from now on, when she needs help in the future, and she needs somebody to cover her shift... Guess who she's not going to be asking for help? Well, she might try to ask, but I'm going to block her fucking number. Because, again, it's wrong to bother somebody to bother me, you know. I might have been busy doing something. And then you're going to text my phone and ask me, can I send you pictures of the schedule and shit? First of all, why the fuck don't you have a picture of the schedule? You're new. You should be taking a picture of the schedule every fucking week. So. <laughs> so, again, it's not my responsibility to take pictures for you, which you should be doing. And it's not my responsibility to make sure that your shift gets covered. So. I, uh. That really kind of pissed me off tonight. I'm not going to lie. I thought that me and her would at least last at least a few months before we had a falling out, but she's just disrespectful as fuck and she doesn't know what it takes to be a good worker. This bitch is already coming in. Like I said, ain't even been there two weeks yet. And she's coming in and sitting her fat ass down on the stool because we got a step stool to stand up and stock cigarettes and shit this bitch is sitting there on her phone not doing nothing customers can't even see if she's there or not she's just fucking chilling out getting paid sitting on her ass so I know she won't do that whenever I work with her cause I'll take that fucking step stool and I'll go put it in the shed and lock the motherfucking door and take the key so It is what it is. You know, if I fucking came out and said tomorrow, oh, I've got a doctor's appointment and I had to work and I couldn't find anybody to cover it, that's tough shit. I guess I'm going to be rescheduling my doctor's appointment. You know. And if I'm going to the doctor and they say, well, we got an appointment. But it's only for tomorrow. I would be telling the doctor, well, that's not going to work because i got to work tomorrow. 
can you reschedule it for three weeks from now? Or at least a week or two from now? So I can let my job know ahead of time? You know? Oh no, she didn't think about that. And, you know, this is somebody that you're going to have to rely on to make sure that the overnights get done. So if she's calling off already, and she ain't even been doing the overnights yet, how long do you think it's going to take for her to start calling in? And then you're going to be stuck doing the overnights like you were before, before you even hired her. So, it shows a pattern if you're already calling off, not even a month through it, it shows a pattern right there. And if I was manager, uh, I would have told her, you still got to work it. There's nobody else to cover it. You were scheduled for it. If you really needed it off, you should have put it in advance. At least a week ahead of time. The policy is two weeks. You're supposed to put it on the calendar two weeks ahead of time. And you're supposed to request it off. And whenever you got hired, if you had a fucking doctor's appointment, then why didn't you tell the manager then? Oh, by the way, I know I just got hired, but I have a doctor's appointment on this date. It just all around doesn't make sense. And what it sounds like is it's Saturday tomorrow. You know what that means. You know what Saturday means. Everybody wants to go out drinking. They want to go out partying. There's going to be a music festival tomorrow downtown. So it's just coincidental that she's got a fucking doctor's appointment on a Saturday. Out of all days. Out of all days. Not a Monday or a Wednesday. A Saturday. Which tells me she's lying straight through her teeth. So, it sounds good to be able to say, oh, I've got a doctor's appointment. But, again, when you tell somebody the day before, at 10 o'clock at night, and you're supposed to be there at 7 the next morning, that's pretty shitty. So, I've been pretty pissed, like I said, about this uh, newbie. I don't know why it's gotten underneath my nails, but uh, I'm going to try to not let it get underneath my nails. And if she talks to me about it at work, she tries to bring it up, I'm going to tell her, don't even start. Don't even bring it up. If you don't want your feelings hurt, don't even start. Because what you did was bogus as fuck. Not just with me on how you acted, but to the company and to the manager. So... I don't know who these people think they are, but they feel like they're a godsend, or they're irreplaceable, or, oh, I just got hired, so they're not going to fire me. <laughs> you get two no-call no-shows, or two call-offs, and then you're fired. That's, how the po that's what the policy says. But that's for people that are past their probationary period. I think people on their probationary period can be fired on spot at any time. They can be let go. So, for no reason at all. So now would be the time for her to say, I just don't think this is going to work out. You know? You already called off last... Saturday, you're calling off today, and it's just not going to work out. <clears throat> we need somebody dependable, you know. And with people like me that rides their bike in the fucking snow or the rain, or if it's fucking negative 20 outside, or if it's 110, it doesn't matter. I always show up to work. 
even whenever I had a flat tire on my bike, I didn't try and get out of it and say, oh, well, I'm not going to be able to make it in today. I told her, come pick me up. I'm halfway to work anyways, you know, right down the road. Just come pick me up. But these people that they're hiring, they don't want to work. They're just like weaseling their way through a paycheck. <laughs> and you got to work your way up on the totem pole. And I see a lot of new people that are just standing around on their phones, not taking out garbage, not stocking cups or really doing anything, but just sitting on their phone. So, that's not going to fly either from now on. You know, like I said, I was going to be nice to her and everything because... I'm a nice guy. I'm, I'm pretty easy to get along with. But everybody knows that you don't want to get on Clayton's bad side because then I don't have any reason to be nice to you, you know. And it's going to come back around on her eventually. Like I said, she's going to need somebody to cover her shift and I'm going to be the only one, like tonight, that can do it. And she's going to be shit out of luck. Again. So, if she would have handled it differently tonight and said, okay, you know, sorry for bothering you. I'll figure it out. And left it at that. Then maybe in the future, I would have been more apt to help her. So, she just bit off the tips of her fingers and now she's sitting there crying about it. So, anywho, they really messed up, like I said, when they didn't make me assistant. Because they still want me to do things that assistants would usually do. Like, uh, little favors and shit. Or covering shifts when nobody else wants to work them. Those are all things that assistants do. So, if, you know, why am I going to get paid less than what the assistants are and do more work? That doesn't make any sense. If I get the notoriety and the, and the same pay that they get, then yeah, I'll fucking come in and cover shifts whenever it needs to be done. But if you're not going to take the time to make me the assistant and recognize me for who I am, then fuck them. You know, I'm there to do my job, I'm there to... Work my uh, two to tens, five days a week, and that's it. Nothing more, nothing less. And, like I said, I've been around for a long time, for eight years. I've been around longer than most of the general managers or the assistants have been. By, like, two times as much with the assistants. Anywho... Uh, I already had plans to do my mother's gutters, uh, which I promised her I would do, and they're getting pretty bad, so, and my mother is more important to me than some dumb bitch that can't cover her shift that she was supposed to work anyways, you know, so, yeah, and then if I would have worked it, Let's just say I was a nice guy and I said, yeah, I'll work it. That means I have to go Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday before I get another fucking day off again. So it would be Thursday all the way to Thursday again. Be a whole fucking week that I haven't gotten a day off if, that, if I would have said yes. Fuck that. Pay me, uh, 50 bucks at least, and maybe I'll think about covering your shift. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how people need to start thinking. People aren't going to just go out of their way and help you if you're not going to help them.
glad that I didn't because, like I said, she's ungrateful as fuck. Got a fucking attitude problem. I don't deal with attitudes. <clears throat> I'm going to be looking for another job. In the meantime. But. Who knows when that's going to happen. For one. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just, uh, I'm really fed up with the dumb politics that are going on at Circle K. I'm really fed up with that we're not following the policy handbook procedures on what should and shouldn't be happening. And that's the reason why the store's so fucked up right now. Is because the manager's just letting people do whatever they want, whenever they want, instead of firing them and finding people that actually want to work. We've got 400,000 fucking people in this state without a job. 400,000. So why give this fucking dumbass person the opportunity when they don't want it? Find somebody else that does. And they just walk around like they're on walking on glass or something. You know, like they're scared to fire somebody or fuck that. The rules are the rules. It's in the fucking handbook. You've already been told. You've had two write-ups. You had two warnings. So your ass is grass. Fuck that. And there's a whole to-do on some of the managers saying, Oh, well, we can't fire anybody until we get a hold of the marketing manager first well then it looks like you need to be getting a hold of the fucking market manager and telling them this is what's going on and I need to get rid of them you know whatever it takes but until you do do that you're going to be stuck doing this stupid bullshit that covering shifts that you shouldn't be covering and you're going to have to suffer through it because that's what managers do. They manage the building to run smoothly. And if the people that you're hiring aren't running it smoothly, then you need to get rid of the people. So, you can't get mad at a guy like me that's already put in his 40 hours. And just because I got a fucking day off. And you don't want to work your day off. You know, that's just a bunch of crock. <laughs> I was going to cover a shift on Saturday for my general manager. Oh, about a few days ago or so, she asked me if I wanted to pick up more hours on a Saturday. I told her, well, not really, because it is my day off, but she said she didn't have anybody to work it. But whenever I told her, no, not really, I don't really want extra hours, she threw a fit too. The general manager got all pissy with me talking about, oh, well, you just see if, uh, I'll remember that next time when you say you, you want more hours. First of all, I'm at 40 hours. And second of all, when have I ever came to you and said, hey, I need more hours? You know, I get 35 to 40 hours every week. And that's the way it's been. Because it's consistent that way, you know. That's the way I've been working it for over a year now. That's the way it's going to stay. And it's the same way that that store should run. It should run smoothly. It should run efficiently. It should be consistent. And you shouldn't have to fucking think about whether or not you're going to have to go home and get a net because you're going to have to be back to doing overnight. It's poor management. I'm going to say that. 
and I really do like my manager as a person but she's got too good of a heart at times and she doesn't have a strong enough fist to rule with an iron fist so I'm not going to be punished because she doesn't want to lay the smack down. You know, I'm not going to pick up more weight and more slack because I'm already carrying enough slack. So, people that aren't carrying any weight needs to be getting rid of. Period. And she says, oh, well, this girl's going to be doing the overnights. Okay, well, what about getting rid of Ramon's ass? You could have done, got rid of him, had somebody else working in his position, but you didn't, so it is what it is. I'm just waiting for them to cut my hours back because, like I said, they're getting all pissy and all butthurt at the fact that I don't want to help them out with having their days off. And as soon as they cut my hours, I'm going to fucking sue the fuck out of them. So, I'm just waiting. Because if I've been getting consistent hours, the same every fucking week, for years, and then all of a sudden you want to cut me back with no write-ups or anything... It'd be a really easy case to win. It's called being discriminated against. Yeah, it's a really easy case to win. They're discriminating against me because I'm a male, and there's two of the people that are higher ups above me that are females that, you know, just have a, uh, a, uh, grudge against me because I won't cover certain shits. So they cut my hours. That's exactly what I would uh, be telling the uh, lawyer. So it'd be a really easy, simple case. There was one time a kid that I knew that used to work for Circle K got fired because long story short some candy went missing or something and he was blamed for it when it was really somebody else that was stealing the candy and long story short she tried to offer him the position back and he said he didn't want it which I don't blame him I mean, if you've already made it to where I'm not going to be able to pay my rent because you fucked me over on my bills, now I'm going to be homeless. So now I'm going to sue the fuck out of you because you've made me, uh, you've really fucked me over. So now it's time to get fucked over, you know. So I don't think, you know, if, if Circle K is too scared to fire these stupid little pissy piss ants that can't even work a month without calling off, then they're not going to fire me. But, just saying, I'm not planning on going anywhere anytime soon either. I've had three other bosses that I've worked for in the past eight years that I didn't like. They didn't like me, I didn't like them, and guess what? I'm still around. And two out of those three are not. So, that really says something. One went and got a job for Pepsi, and the other one is stepping down as well. So, I've outlasted the people that I hated the most. I think it's great. Heh <laughs>
Man. I don't know what it is, but I keep getting these little skin outbreaks. I don't know. I think it's like folliculitis. Because it always happens in like a hair follicle. And it kind of starts out like a white head, but when you squeeze it, there's nothing in there. I think it's folliculitis, which is an infection of the hair follicle, if I'm correct. But you can get that from having athlete's foot, for example, which is a fungal infection. Uh, yeah, I don't really know. I'll have to go see a dermatologist for them to really tell me what it is but don't have any insurance so that's not going to happen for a while or when it starts getting worse just like a little mosquito bite or something and if you squeeze it first of all I bruise really easy but you get these scars these bruises and these scars from uh, anywho I had this other little dot this purple dot that showed up on my leg the other night on my thigh and hasn't went away yet so I don't know I don't know what it is kind of looks like liver spots slowly but surely you know looks like it's the first stages of getting liver spots almost I get them everywhere I get them on my forearms I got one on my leg I had one on my upper arm on the inside I had a uh, a cyst or whatever growing on my on my uh, shoulder and then I had a cyst that was growing on my face on my upper part of my neck by my chin a little while back so I've been getting these little breakouts skin breakouts and I don't know what's causing it a lot of people are gonna say oh it's your diet or oh it's stress and hormones Oh, it's because you sweat too much and you eat too much candy. <laughs> the list goes on and on. You have a gluten intolerance and it's a gluten rash. It could be anything. Which, that's what I thought in the beginning. And I, I probably still do have a gluten intolerance, but... Uh... It's hard to rule that out. It's hard to say for sure that that's what it is. Kind of just taking shots in the dark here. But from what I've researched, uh, there is a such thing as a gluten rash. It's kind of the same symptoms. Little red pinpoint dots here and there. So... Mm. these beers are really good I usually like them in the bottles but I think I like them in the cans more now of the Goose Island anyways mm. tonight like I said I've got those chicken fritters in there that I can eat or I can make some bacon with some sausage, sausage links. Uh, that just seems like too much fat to me. The sausage links are frozen, so I think I'm going to leave those frozen. Because I don't want to pull out too much meat at one time. I've still got a half a pack of bacon to still eat. So, Or I can make a nasty uh, Totino's party pizza which has got gluten in it uh, I really like those those Totino's 
party pizzas are like a dollar forty or less, you know. And it kind of brings back a little bit of nostalgia. It's like eating a lunchable, you know. I don't really eat lunchables anymore. There's not really much to it. It's really kind of crap, but I like eating them. I don't know why. So <clears throat> it's like the little cheese uh, and crackers it used to get, the cheese dip with the cracker sticks. There's nothing good about them, but I liked eating them. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm at the 45 minute mark and uh I think I'm gonna make another podcast after I get done making this one Time to smoke a little bit more wheat. Huh. I didn't really get a chance to do that all day today, so my buddy Kyle wants to hang out tomorrow after I go and do my mom's gutters and whatnot. But he gets done with what he's doing at 12 at noon, around about. Then he said uh, he wanted me to come over so we can get schwaced. I'm pretty sure that's what he said. Which that typically means to smoke a little bit, drink a little bit. so tired when I came home tonight I didn't even get a shower it's a good thing that it's not hot tonight it's pretty cool outside it's like in the middle 70s middle to lower 70s and uh, really nice little breeze blowing on the ride home I was wearing shorts so um, but yeah, I had to ride to my house, then I had to leave there, go to County Market before they closed, then I had to ride all the way back home. I didn't get home until like 11.30, 11.45, I don't know. But, uh, there was a music festival going on downtown. I guess it's going to be going on tomorrow as well. It's going to be called like the American Heritage Band or the American Music Festival or some shit. But they had a little, they had a band playing tonight. Uh, and it was really fucked up. It was really shitty because on the way to work they were trying to block off the sidewalks and blocking off the street and everything to put up the stage and I had to go around a lot of it you know I could still make it through but I had to go around a lot of shit on the way to work now on the way home there was literally uh, I seen the road was blocked off so I pulled over onto the sidewalk to try and go around it you know I'll just stay on the sidewalk I'll be fine well, by the time I got to the end of that sidewalk, it was barricaded off. And it went all the way around, and then uh, there was no way for me to get around it. So I had to go around the whole fucking block to the uh, convention center, cut through their parking lot, and then around all that crap. And... 
first of all, that should be illegal as fuck. I mean, there's people that are disabled who have to have access to a sidewalk. You can't just block off the sidewalks and shit and make it inaccessible for handicapped people. No matter if it's 10 o'clock at night or 4 in the afternoon, you know, that should be fucking illegal. And it was a bunch of waterhead teenagers and shit. Country bumpkin, hilly, hillbilly bob fuckers down there blocking off the whole street. I'm trying to go home. Well, I'm trying to rush home to get my ID because I gotta get beer. And I'm thinking, if I'm late to get beer because of you motherfuckers and don't get my alcohol, I'm gonna come back. <laughs> You're not going to like me. Start tearing those fucking barricades down. Huh. And they're going to have it blocked off all day tomorrow too. And probably the next day. For the whole weekend. And like I said. So for three whole days. If somebody wants to get through there to go to work. Or to go get groceries. Or to go catch the bus or whatever they gotta fucking go around it way way around it and possibly put themselves in even more danger by going a different route so anywho I'm gonna go ahead and end this podcast I'm gonna make another one so tune in for the next one see Jizzle and the Wizzle signing out <laughs>